And it is time for Lauren Honigman. Are you wearing, every time I that plays uh, Lauren, I think you're wearing chaps. Are you wearing chaps? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe you should just there you go. get into there the role playing yeah, here yeah. for the show, no? Yes. All right. Can't tell you, can't tell you. No. Let, um, let's start with the heavy one tonight because uh, I got a few I want to get through with you. Yeah. Um, I spoke with the mother of... I heard. Yeah, that, that's that's not something... I mean, you as a defense lawyer can speak to um, how seldom that happens. Oftentimes when you, um, you know, cover these cases and that, those who are on the convicted side are are generally kind of sent out to pasture and off to, like, get out of our... They're, they're condemned by guilt of association. Yep. And um, it, it, it's interesting uh, if for a lot of reasons. But I yep. know... I, I'm going to hazard a guess... Alex, that as I was listening to your interview, mm. that not 95, not 98, probably 100% mm-hmm. of the audience mm-hmm. listening was thinking and feeling the same way as I was. And, and that me. was, yep. on the one hand, 100% empathy for any family member who gets dragged in mm-hmm. because somebody in their family has committed a horrific act. Uh, and what that, and one would never know what that'd be like, and certainly what it, what it would be like for a parent yeah. uh, to have to do that. But on the other hand, the, 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 the feeling was, um, yeah, but okay, so you're writing a book. Are you going to ensure that the money you make from this book goes to that terrible, terrible, heartbroken and completely broken family in China uh, and and what they've gone through and will go through for the rest of their life? Yeah. Like, what, what are you going to do with that? But that, that's what you want, because... You know, we have a law in Ontario called, and it was one of the first across the country. That was called, um, uh, when Brian, uh, Michael Bryant was a, a attorney general that that law came in, correct? Yeah. And I think it was over, property. wasn't it over the uh, Hells Angels case? Yeah, well, okay. no, it was even before, it was even before Bryant. It's called the Prohibiting Profiting from Recounting uh, Crimes Act. And it's, other provinces followed suit. Um, and basically what it says is, is that if you are a convicted, somebody convicted of a, uh, of a designated crime, like murder, for example, uh, you, can't, you can write about it, uh, but you can't make any profit from it. And that's the same with anybody who may be doing it on their behalf. It could be a spouse, a former spouse, uh, uh, somebody related by birth or marriage. Uh, but but that wouldn't be the case here, uh, because it's not about talking about, it, it, from what I understand, what she says, what her book is going to be about. It's going to be about her. It's going to be about her life and what had happened to her and, and how it affected the family. So there there wouldn't be that issue. And by the way, you may remember the last time this came in into everybody's conscious was, was conscience was when Robert yes. Picton yeah. back in 2016 was going to publish a book on on Amazon and BC didn't yes. have any legislation and they quickly got legislation which is exactly like ours. And then Paul so, Bernardo tried to sell a book on Amazon. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and by the way, what he was going to do was okay because <laughs> it had nothing to do with his crimes per se. But of course, then as soon as Amazon heard about they went well. They pulled the plug, and that was it. Yeah. So, so there's not an issue here that somebody would be saying, well, what she's doing would be in violation of any crime or any act here in Ontario. It's it's really somewhat more of an ethical question than a legal question, and and that's what was going through my mind. And I would guess probably the entire audience. Okay, you're writing a book, and and we understand and and what it means. But what are you going to do with the money? 
Yeah. And it's interesting being on the other side interviewing because you want to be fair. I, I do feel for her as a mom. I mean, she didn't ask for this. But at the same time, right. the questions you want to ask are, are you kidding me, lady? Are you kidding me? You've got like, like, you tr- like the things you want to ask, but you can't ask because the interview will be over in about 10 seconds. Right. You know, you want to at least give them a say and have their side. I, you know, it's an interesting place to find yourself. But um, Oh, no. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and <clears throat> she said to you, you know, or seemed to suggest there was another side of the story. She used the side, those words side, that hadn't come out yet, yeah. and I'm assuming she's talking about what it was like for her and, and the rest of the family and the kids and et cetera, and, and, and I'm sure it was as horrific as, as horrific could be, yeah. but certainly not like it was for the family of the mm-hmm. victim. No way. And so that's going to be, you know, maybe maybe she'll get around to that and explain, like, what's going to happen money-wise yeah. there. However, I mean, however, I didn't get the sense she was writing this to be to get rich. What's that? I didn't get the sense she was writing this to get rich. No, no, I don't think so. And and who's gonna who's gonna end up buying it? Yeah, or that's or the other thing. and and where's the interest gonna be? And by the way, um, uh, what I understand is she wrote this with someone else mm-hmm. or somebody assisted her, and that person actually interviewed Luca Magnata, and and those interviews are going to be interspersed inside the book. So. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that means, but right now I wouldn't say that there's any legal issues for her. There's more more ethical or moral issues that she may have to have to address down the road. Yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about the, the CNN uh, story. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, you've been in media a long time, and you're on the legal yeah. side. So when I get this story, I'm like, oh, here you go, CNN, pulling a stunt, because they are not, in fact, barred from the White House. CNN has access to many, many other reporters that they can get into the White House. And Jim Acosta himself can go and get a temporary pass, much like many of us reporters had to do going into Queen's Park. Right. It's just that hard pass that you get, like, security checks and makes your life a lot easier. He lost that. But there there are men, none other amendments, the First Amendment, Fifth None of those have been violated, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it's well, and I read the I read the claim quickly today when I had a chance, and it's it's you know they're they're arguing right First Amendment there in the U.S. freedom of expression here, and and they want they basically want a short term solution right away. They want a judge to issue a temporary restraining order <laughs> and an injunction, and 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 let them get in there, and and basically what they're saying is is that this is tantamount to silencing or censoring or intimidating a journalist and um, and that that would be in violation now it's an interesting by the way it's 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 an interesting argument and 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 it may have some legs but one of the things just just look at the video watch how it went and yep. and we've been in that situation and all all that I have never been, been that obnoxious come on <laughs> but but remember this Alex com- it could have completely been avoided sure. here you have the president up there you got a, a hundred people with their hands going up and all you have to say is somebody who's controlling the press conference, like maybe his assistant or somebody there to say, all right, everyone, one question. One, we got we to we limit this to one question so we can get to as many reporters as possible. Yeah. You well, know? the problem is, though, Trump should just have skipped him. I mean, the, the, the thing is, and what people don't realize, politicians play these games all the time. Like, right. they, they pick and choose who they will go to for coverage. It's not like Donald Trump owns, you know, the being obnoxious to media part. All politicians do this. They play the, we'll go to that outlet because we know we'll get good coverage and fair coverage there, but we're not going to go on that. I mean, hello, you ever hear, hear Kathleen win on my show? None of those people would dare come on because they know I will push. Right. But but at the other uh, on the other hand, 
you know, it, it didn't need to get to that. And you, when you watch it and you say to yourself, and yeah. whatever the reporter did, it's, it's this, but you, you listen to him and you go, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. You, that's, you just keep going, what are you doing? And, and when he started saying that, you go, like, what is this? It, it, it's really a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week. It's the Truman Gong Show. Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah. That's what it is, and it, and it never ends. And, and so CNN is doing this. And it'll be very interesting to hear what a judge has to say. Yeah, and, he'll and say, he'll say, save your money, money, CNN, and actually get some talent that can get you ratings, is what he'll say. <laughs> now you sound like Trump. Oh, God, don't say that, please. God, God, Lauren, honestly, I don't need the hate mail. <laughs> please don't say that. But interesting, you know, the best reality show of all would be Jim Acosta and Donald Trump, like either in a boxing match or send them to like a, an island for a weekend and they have to sort it out. Right. You know, that'd be a great And by show. the way, did you see when, when the, and that poor uh, intern was, I, I think was an intern. Yes. Her job was to grab the mic. I know. And it's, and, and it was, it, it was unbelievable. But it needs, but she's it 22. needs to go there. It didn't <laughs> need to go there at all. No, of course it didn't. We'll, we'll um, not go too deep into this because this story is very inside politics. It really is very kind of confusing, but it is something that will cost taxpayers about half a million bucks. A top advisor, um, once chief of staff to Patrick Brown. And who was, I guess, part of his demise. I mean, there's no real way you can get around that. And had gotten hired at the Ontario Power Generation, um, has been pushed out. Now, I think it's really important to point out, uh, Lauren, that once Brown was pushed out, Ali Khan Valshi then became part of the team trying to get Vic Fideli the leader's job. So then jog forward, because Doug Ford's nominated, and when that team gets a sniff that someone from the back, like, someone not on their team, an outsider, was was put into this position, yeah, they're going to look into it. They weren't happy, at, but that's not unusual in politics. But what's right. not flying is the fact that we got to pay this guy like half a million bones. I, I Who it's wouldn't get fired? Right. I mean, could I get that, fired for that kind of stuff? Well, Please? you, know, <laughs> you, you got to... There's no difference whether it's a, a government official, a bureaucrat who's working in a ministry, or somebody in an office. Uh, if you have, if you're going to let somebody go... Um, you, you better make sure you've taken a look at the employment contract mm. to see what the severance provisions are in there. And so that you know, and this is this is what happened here. I mean, you get you get somebody uh, somebody who gets fired, um, and uh, and and it could end up costing a certain amount of money. That's the best firing ever. Well, Can you imagine? What no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of a sudden, wow. Because <laughs> I've never gotten that kind of money. You know, I just, it doesn't happen. Yeah, no, but there you go. You know, you, you've just got to negotiate better contracts. No, no, you That's just all. have to work for the government. That's it. You've got to do a government contract. It doesn't matter because they don't do this stuff in the private sector. Well, not, well, not, well, not at all. Not all the private sector. Not, not like the banks and stuff like that. That's right. All right, I got to go. Okay. Lauren. I'm glad you're you. back on the air. You were sick for a while. I, I was sick. Yes, I was sickly. But thank okay. you very much. Okay. We'll All right. Soon. Sure. That is Lauren Honickman joining us tonight. Of course, you can catch him. He's our one of our legal experts here on Global News Radio.